0: Welcome to another edition of the All Things Bama podcast, powered by BamaCentral.com, your Sports Illustrated source for all Alabama Crimson Tide news and information. I am your host, Tyler Martin, and I'm joined by a former defensive lineman from the University of Alabama. It is Rudy Griffin. How are you doing, my man?
1: Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm I'm glad to be on here.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really glad to have you on here. I've been wanting to talk to you for for a while now, man. Um and first off, Rudy, uh you're now a high school coach in the state of Alabama. Now head high school coach at Bessemer City. Uh I just want to ask you that before we get into your time at UA. First I want to ask you how's that going, man? I know it's crazy right now uh, with the COVID pandemic, but, but how are you guys handling everything?
1: Well, we're we're um you know, we're following all the safety protocols and and uh you know, it's just it's the new normal. And um, you know, I think I've, I, my coaching staff has been really good in adjusting. And and uh, man, not only that, man, our players. So man, it's you know, I don't know what this season's gonna look like, but it's gonna be it's gonna be different. And uh, but you know, um, I, we we've we've, been, we've done a good job to try to to trying to adjust to the you know to the new normal, so to speak.
0: Yeah, and, and let's go ahead and shift it now to you know you um, and how you really got to Alabama, right? Um, you were at the Citadel in South Carolina. And the more research I did on your story, I just found it really fascinating and really interesting, man, how, you know, you you two seasons up there in South Carolina, and then you were like, I want to try something new. To t- kind of tell us about your decision that went into when you decided to transfer um, to, 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 to Tuscaloosa, because uh, this is right after, what, the, the 2002 season is going into 2003?
1: Yeah, it's right after the 2002 season, which is my, uh, which is my true sophomore year. And uh, well, you know, I, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to go play at the university of Alabama. And uh, like I said, it was always a dream of mine, you know, even before I went to the Citadel, um, you know, I wanted to play at the university of Alabama. I just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't blessed you know, to get that opportunity, you know, as as a scholarship player or even a walk-on. So, um, you know, I just, you know, after my, after my uh, second year at, at the Citadel and playing, man, I, you know, I felt like it was time to move, man. And, and, and God kind of spoke to
0: me and told me to move and I,
1: and I had to get out, I had to move.
0: And so, so, okay. So out of high school, you go to the Citadel and then you uh-huh. said you want to transfer to Alabama and tell us the story about, cause, cause what happened was you had your film because recruiting back then, I mean, even though, you know, that's only, you know, 15, 16, 17 years ago, I mean, recruiting is completely different, but you and your family drove down to Tuscaloosa, right? And you guys just waited to, to oh, yeah. for, for the coaches to, <laughs> to look at film.
1: Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Listen, recruiting was way different back then. I, of course I came out in 2001, uh, which is my senior year in high school. And, uh, you know, it wasn't no, you know, the internet was, was, was barely getting started. And so it wasn't no digital format. It was uh, VHS tapes. Um, so I, I, you know, I took my, you know, VHS tapes, and, and uh, me and my family, and we we drove uh, down to uh, Tuscaloosa, you know, with my highlights from, you know, this is from uh, the Citadel, my highlights from the Citadel, and and uh, went there and sat in the lobby and, and uh, tried to meet with some coaches to try to watch some film. And of course, it was, like I said, the recruiting was way different, and so, you know, it was, um, you know, they didn't even know me. And so I, you know, I just went there and and, and sat and try to and try to, you know, get somebody to just, at least to just to watch the film, and uh, and it, it it was a whole ordeal. Now it took all day, and because you know, cause when, you know cause like I so said, they wasn't expecting me. And of course, I wasn't even on the radar. So
0: you 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 give them the film over, and I mean you were there all day. I'm assuming, and did no, yeah. you? So what? Like after that initial conversation. I mean, right then and there, I mean, it wasn't like, okay, you know, we're giving you a spot. Like, wh- I mean, what was kind of your emotions after that, you know, that first uh, first meeting?
1: Well, the meeting, like I said, the meeting last, it, it was so me and my family, me and my, uh, my mom, my, uh, not my, mama, my
0: sister and my dad,
1: we drove from Augusta, Georgia, all the way, which is a, a long ride from um, Augusta to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And we walked in there, and, uh, you know, I had my VHS tapes, and uh I walks I walks in there and uh, you know I meet with the section and say, Hey, I want I wanted to uh talk to somebody about about playing football here at the University of Alabama. And um they said, Well, do you have a meeting, sir? I said, Nah, nobody knows I'm coming. And uh we'll say, Well if you just leave your tapes here and drop your tapes off and uh you know, give them, you know, we will we'll make sure a coach watches. Well I said, Well, you know, I, I said if somebody can just watch it, somebody if somebody can just watch 'em let me know. I said, we, I mean, we got all day. And literally, literally, me and my family sat in there um, that first time for about, about five or six hours. And then a coach walks out, uh, Coach Randy Ross. He walks out and he says, "Well, uh, well, thank you. We'll watch it. We'll let you know it." And uh, I said, "Well, if you can, if you could, just let me know what a coach says after you watch it." And say, "Well, it's like, son, we're, just gonna, we're, in, we're in meetings. It's gonna be, it's gonna be another, you know, long time." I said, "Well, I, I have nothing but time." And so he goes in and he, you know, probably takes him another three, you know, two to three hours. And uh, like I said, we got there that morning and we literally didn't leave until probably like six o'clock that night. And uh, so they they come in, they come back out to and they and they gave me, you know, they said, well, we like your tape and, and uh, we'll let you know if, if we can, if you can get, be invited into the one Oh five. So, I mean, it wasn't like I walked away with like a, a golden ticket to, to come play at the university of Alabama. It was a, it was it was really it was really hardly anything it was just hey you you know we we'll let you know if a, a spot opens up
0: yeah and uh, how long was it after that when they did let you know hey there there is a spot for you
1: it was, uh,
0: it was a good while man it
1: was uh um let's see i it was earlier that summer i didn't i didn't know that i was going to be a part of the um the fall fall squad until a week before uh, camp started, so it was. I mean, it was a. I mean, it was a good a month. I mean, it was a good month and a half of nothingness. You know, of, of you know, no, you know, nothing, no communication really. So I was, you know, in the me, you know, in the meantime, I was gonna have to wait until the spring, you know, to, to try to to try to go do a like the uh, a tryout, but. They called. They called me a week before uh, week before uh, fall camp. They said that uh, one of the walk-ons or one of the scholarship guys had had, uh, you know, had, had had was not gonna be able to make the camp, and they said, "Well, would you be? Would you you still interested in coming? And, you know, being a camp?" And I was like, you know, so so my road my road trip paid off. It just it just wasn't as quick as I thought it was gonna be.
0: No, uh, but yeah, man. Like I said, that, that that five and a half six hour drive from Augusta was, it was definitely worth it. Um, and then you know, so you're so you're on the practice squad, right? In two thousand three. Yeah, I'm on the practice squad in two thousand three. Now walk us through this because I feel because like, you ultimately end up getting a scholarship, of course, right after that. And you you obviously start for two seasons, two thousand four um, and two thousand five, but. I feel like, Rudy, you know, because we see this nowadays, too, because, you know, we mentioned how recruiting is so different. And I feel like, you know, nowadays when we see a guy, you know, walk on getting a scholarship or like some Bible video, I feel like that was you. I feel like you were ahead of its time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I was, and it was, uh, it was, like I said, it was a situation, man, where, um, you know, where I've, I've, you know, I it was I was really blessed. To kind the kind of the situation that was there at the University of Alabama, man, you know, because at that time and people kind of don't really remember because you know Alabama's been such you know has such so much success here lately, um, but um, man, I, I mean it was a dark period in Alabama time now that time I was there, uh, kind of when I was transitioning, man, you know we was you know we had um, uh, two or three coaches, you know was on was under probation. Oh uh, I mean it was the underdogs, and uh, so this it was kind of it was kind of the perfect storm, really. Um, uh, you know for for a comeback and for 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 me, really, um, it was kind of this kind of built for the underdog.
0: Yeah, and walk me through, Rudy, when you like, because I'm assuming it was Coach Shula, right, who called you and offered the scholarship.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so I went. I played. You know, I was on the scout team. You know, doing all the the dirty scout team stuff, the whole two thousand, you know, two thousand three man. I mean, getting you know, you know, getting you know, being the, the scout team guy, getting you know, getting beat up, doing the whole deal, all that stuff. You know, living living the grungy scout team walk on guy life, and uh, so yeah, I did that for a full year, and um, and uh, you know, which, which was which was great, man. Because I you know I got scout team player of the year, uh, player of the week a bunch. Um, but you know, I didn't have any money. You know, I couldn't I couldn't afford school. I had I had left I had you know, you know, I had left I had left uh a full ride scholarship at the Citadel and um, and it came to opportunity man where I I, I I I you know I was you know, it was it was time it was time to, you know, get ready to transfer. It, it, and, yeah, uh, go, go ahead, yeah, go ahead, but like I said, it was it was a time you know when it was you know at the end of the season, uh, and I wanted, I wanted to meet with Professor Listen Coach you know I said if there's any opportunity man if there's any way you know that I can I can earn a scholarship um, you know I because I you know I walked away from a full ride at the Citadel, and is um, any way is any way I can I can I can, yeah. you know they you know they gave me the whole spiel man about you know scholarships and, you know everything being you know, being strapped. You know, uh, Co- Coach Randy Ross and Coach Shula and and uh, you know, I in the next day they didn't have anything, and you know, and I and I pretty much was, you know, I pretty much you know I had to, you know, I had to walk away from it honestly, and I said you know because I, I couldn't afford it, because um, I had a huge bill, man, it was a huge bill I had to pay, you know, before before I could go back to the next semester, and um, so man, I I packed up my stuff, man, me and my. Me and my dad, man, and we went, you know, we went home, man, trying to figure out kind of what's the next steps, you know, where I'm gonna be. And uh man, I got that phone call, I man, probably about um I mean, a little bit before Christmas, Coach Shula called me um on just on just a, a 205 number and I didn't even recognize. And he called me and just said, We hey, just wanted to tell you, man, you know, you worked hard and and uh you know that you earned it. That we normally don't do this. We normally don't, you know, put a guy on on a full ride scholarship out this semester, but we're going to do that. Now you can't say anything. We're going to wait, you know, to make that a big announcement in the spring. But we wanted to go ahead and you know give you that scholarship. Now this this is when I was back home in in Augusta, man, trying to figure out kind of what, what was my next steps because like I said I was I had withdrew from school and I didn't even know I was gonna what I was gonna do. Yeah.
0: Man, they, it, it it must have took a lot of faith to say, hey, you know what? I I I was comfortable here at the Citadel. You know, I played two seasons. You know, was a starter, and then you know, just the faith to be able to want to fulfill your dreams.
1: Yo, yeah, and it was, man, it was scary, man. And I know, you know, we I, you always look at the end results, and um, you know, I was like, oh man, that was a, man, that, that worked out great. It was a blessing, man. It was God, man. But you know, going, you know me go thinking back and thinking back during the time when I was going through it, man, it was a, it was a lot of uncertainty, honestly. And it was, it was a lot of stuff. I was like, Oh man, I, you know, I don't know. Did I make the right decision? Um, but you know, I just knew that just really, really just relying on God, man, it kind of, it kind of pushed me past the point of some of those dark days when I didn't know
0: if it, if
1: it was going to work
0: out. Well, you, 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 I mean, you did make it work. And the, your two seasons at Alabama, and when you think of those two seasons when you're starting, what are the biggest memories that jump out in your mind?
1: Man, I, I, like I told you, when I first got, like I said, when I was there, man, it was during the dark times, man, and it was um, during those times where, you know, we was in a whole bunch of transition and probation and all that stuff. But my senior year, for us, for our group to really to, to come together and – and uh put together a great season that we did, man. Cause we, like I said, we ended up finishing 10 and two in top five in the country, um, nationally. And, and then over that two year span, man, being on the nation's number one defense in 2004 and 2005, you know, just coming together like that, man, it, you know, it's, I got a lot of great memories, man, but that 2005 season, man, is probably one, um, Something that 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 will stick for me for the rest of my life, just you know how we've you know how we came together as a group, man, being just an underdog as a as a team, and uh, you know to fight fight and and, and do
0: all that. Well, you're, you're Rudy. You're not the only member of the 2005 team we've had on the show before. We had Kenneth Darby on. Uh, about okay, the, this is, I think this was about a month ago. We had him on here, and we were we were talking about the the Florida game and just how crazy that was, and. You know, kind of how you know every the pat the trajectory before maybe Tyrone's injury and maybe some other injuries on the offensive line was hey potentially national championship level and and Kenneth he made a point he was like man we would have had a shot at the national title had Tyrone not got hurt what do you think about that oh I, I, I man
1: I ain't no doubt about that I second that and uh, <clears throat> man because we was on we was on a path man to to do something special man and, and of course. And all the players during that era would tell you man, pro throw was special, and uh he just gave he just gave an added juice, you know, not only to the offense but to the team when he touched the ball. Um, but yeah, we were, i think I matter of fact I know we was on that trajectory um, to win it. you know we had some other key injuries too. you know, we lost our starting center, um, he got hurt uh, J. b. Cosner got hurt later on in that year, and just some just some key, some key injuries. You know that kind of that that de- You know that that devastated us um, <clears throat> later on, in, and later on in that season, man. But we was we we was arguably on that on that path, man. If we if Proto don't go hurt Proto doesn't get hurt, for sure we we play for it.
0: Yeah, I, I and just remember the two thousand five season, man. Being ten and zero, and then the unfortunate game against LSU, and then of course the Iron Bowl. I just remember. I'm not. I mean, one of the first games I think as a kid where. I mean, growing up in Birmingham, I get really sad about a game. was Was when when was the two thousand five Iron Bowl when Brody got sacked like like twelve times. That was yeah, like yeah. as a kid. That was like the most frustrating thing for me.
1: Yeah, well, I can tell you is we and 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 you nobody know, likes excuses and everything like that. But um, the week before, you know, we had a hard fought game against LSU, and uh, you know, went to overtime, I believe. And um, end up losing on a on a fourth I mean a fourth down play uh, where Jamarcus rolls out you know and, and completes it in the back of the end zone like last second deal. And it was a devastating loss, devastating loss at home. And all that week and all that week going up into the Iron Bowl, it was different, man. Even if we the player we knew as players, man. And even the coaches, it was all everybody was super deflated, man, because you know to go to go on a nine and zero run and ten and zero run, or, you know, and then lose heartbreaking overtime, you know, to your rival, which is you know LSU, which was a, a big game, man, it's, it's devastating. And uh, and and I look back on it now as a you know, as a coach, you know, now looking back at you know, as a coach, but as a player then, man, it was hard to. To really transition, because everything was still in front of us. But at, at that time, when you felt like you lost, it felt like it was over. And uh, you know, we just going up during that week, man. Our, our coaches, the way we even practiced was different. I mean, we didn't even we didn't even put on we didn't even put on pads that whole week in practice. Um, mm-hmm. we, was, we was just in we was just in helmets, and our coaches said we was gonna just take a take a light, just kind of just kind of digress. just comes from the run, and I. I think that probably hurt us a little bit, you know, not you know not putting on pads, um, you know, not you know just doing just changing up the routine. We we changed a lot of a lot of the routine, you know, because football players are creatures of habits, man. And, and uh, when you start changing stuff up, man, it just it just throws stuff off. And we did a lot of stuff different that that Auburn week.
0: Yeah, and uh, well, well, one of the one of the highlights, you know, obviously of uh, of your career was man getting that pick six against Mississippi State. How often do you think of that?
1: Man, that was uh,
0: listen. I was, I think about it a lot.
1: Honestly, I do, and uh, I tell you what, it was that that was a big that that was one of the games that kind of propelled us to to, to, to keep that streak going, that undefeated streak going. But one of the biggest things about that that pick you know yes his is one of the top 10 players of the decade and uh, all that good stuff but uh after the game you know i was doing an interview you know with about the about the reception and you know how how it helped us win the football game and uh some you know I had some of the media people came came there and say hey rudy you got a visitor here in starkville and I'm like, i don't know nobody here in you know starkville and so i walks outside and uh I see I see my old football coach, my old head coach who's at uh the citadel, Coach Ellis Johnson. He was the defensive coordinator uh, at Mississippi State. And so man, and, and, and of course me and him talked and we had a had a good conversation about you know, about him about me, you know, following my dream and he was real proud of me. But that that's probably one of the biggest things is that, you know, just that I remember from that game too. Not only was it a big kick, but it was also against one of my old head coach. Who I transferred from the city that I'm from and and so it was it was a it was kind of a, a full circle moment.
0: No no doubt about that. That's act that's crazy, man. Um yeah, wow. So like yeah, you're really I mean, the number I mean you're saying the number one play in your Alabama career, man, was I mean, you know, everybody was kinda of there who would witness your story. It was like basically coming, you know, basically yeah. the climax of your story and no, no, no doubt, no doubt no
1: doubt correct man everybody was there man it was you know my former head coach who I tried to transfer at Citadel who didn't really want me to leave because I was a two-year starter um, who gave me an opportunity out of high school um, I mean everybody was there I mean it feel like it was everybody was there and uh man it was it was really it was really a surreal moment
0: wow that's crazy um and then just a couple more questions um Rudy, before we get into kind of you know what you're doing now and what you hope to do at Bessemer City, uh, you know Mike Shula, right? Like, you know the thing is he what he did was at Alabama. He got Alabama back on the Nathalite, right with a really great season in 2005. You know, putting you putting putting the clean Tide in the Cotton Bowl, um, and then you know, and then Nick Saban also comes in after him. But what did what did Mike Shula mean to you in, in your career? And uh, you know, what were some lessons that you learned from him?
1: I mean, he, and I know a lot of folks give. Kosue a hard time, uh, but it was what it was what Alabama needed, man. And uh, it was a situation like a situation where we was we was we were the underdogs and we was down, and, and we turned to our own. And uh, he means a lot. He means a lot to me, honestly. He means he means uh, a whole a whole heck of a lot. He gave he took a young boy, a young guy from Tuscaloosa, Georgia. Um, who, who wanted to? Who wanted to, Who had a thing We wanted to play at the University of Alabama. Wanted to put on the crimson jersey, and he gave me an opportunity of a lifetime. And uh, when he didn't have to, and uh, he, I mean, he's he's been instrumental in in in, in my playing career and coaching career, and, and of course, I, I still stay in contact to him through, through this day. But you know, his, he's he's gave me many licenses. but one one of the things that I, I, I appreciate him is that if. Uh, he he re, he rewarded my effort and, and you know and so i you know i'm grateful for that that he saw he saw someone that was that was passionate you know and that worked hard and he rewarded it cuz sometimes sometimes you sometimes you don't get rewarded for for working hard and uh and he did man he rewarded me for that now i'm grateful for for
0: coach Hula for that mm mm-hmm. And that, that defense, man, like you said, it was, it was you know, number one in the country 2004, number one in the country 2005. And even I remember talking to um, Leron McClain too, uh, you know, and he was just talking about maybe the, you know, obviously he wasn't a part of that, you know, defensive unit, but he was talking, I remember talking one time about how, man, like just like the unit, like how closeness everybody was and how like the togetherness, the camaraderie, just how great that was. And I really do think, you bet, and he and remember he was saying this too. You look back at that; that laid the foundation for the great defenses that were literally to come. Like not, you know, not even you know, three years afterwards. Um, oh, yeah, when Everything sure. really took off with Coach Saban.
1: For sure, for sure, man. We uh, and I, that's that's you know, like I say, we, and I keep I keep harping it, man. We all of us was underdogs, man. We we kind of caught ourselves a three star defense, and uh, you know, because everybody was three stars and no stars and. Myself, I was a negative star, but uh, you know we we just all bought in, man, and, and that's something that's to something that to coach to coach Kines, Joe Kynes, who was a defensive coordinator, man. He he had a, he had us bought in, man. He really did. He had us bought in, and if we if we just do our job, our little job, whatever it was, you do our job, we'll be successful, man. And so, man, I took pride in just you know if I did, if I had to protect a, an A gap or a B gap. I'm gonna protect the a gap or b gap. That's with my life, and that's what, I, and that's what we did. And then we just all came together on that. Just our seniors in that group.
0: Joe Kines, Rudy. This was the year after you left. You know, when he was the interim for the bowl game. Man, he gave literally. I think that's the best halftime speech uh, or halftime interview post game or uh, halftime interview on the field. Um, that that was the most memorable for me, man. Because dude, just the way he talks, like the scratchiness of his voice, man. It, just listen yeah.
1: to him man, it would fire you up? Man, listen, he, and people understand. He he gave those halftime speeches before practice every every day, and, and that's a, we used to be so fired up to go to practice because those speeches they used to give was in the meeting rooms. You like, man, I'm ready, I'm ready to go, and it's it's just a Tuesday, and uh, but that you know that but that that was Coach Kines though, man. You know, I was Coach Kines, man. He wasn't he wasn't overcomplicated. It was real simple, man, and loved you, but. He will get you so fired up just to go to practice on a Tuesday, in the middle of a, middle of a week,
0: and you know, and and so
1: that man. But that's him.
0: That's great. And and now you're, man, you you're. It's a role rehearsal, right? You're you're now on the coaching side of things as you as a head coach now, man. Um, you know, how does that feel? And um, and you know, how are you taking the things you learned maybe from your time at Alabama? you just your story of like determination, focus, grit, passion. Whatever you want to call it, and and you're trying to invest that in, into young men.
1: Well, man, I I've I've always wanted to be a I've always wanted to be a coach. I mean, that's just been a passion of mine. Um, I just had a bunch of great coaches through my career, man, from my position coach, Buddy Wyatt and Paul Randolph and and Coach Kynes and Coach Shula and you know all those guys really, um, Coach Chris Ball and all those guys, man. I, I just had a I just had a great, just great experience uh, playing for those for some of those great coaches, man. And I, I wanted, to, you know, I wanted to impart that, you know, to my players. Um, and so some of the things that I, you know, that I that I take, you know, that, that I take that I, you know, try to my players that listen. If you, if you work hard, you know, you believe in something, you have a dream, man, and, you know. You can you you can achieve it, and that's one of the reasons why I love high school football is because that you can take um you don't have to be an elitist to win you know college football is a little bit college football is a whole different beast you know you, you can i mean in order for you to win championships in college football you got you gotta have some 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 boy dogs but in high school i mean you don't have to i mean you can take a bunch of guys that believe in the, you know believe in each other and you know and love each other and you know and you can go win football games and you know, and it's still pure so to speak. And and I, I'm I'm passionate about that man and that's that's something that, that drives me is to see the look on those guys' face, man, especially, you know, some of those guys that you know that get that opportunity to go play at the next level.
0: Well, you know, I know there's a lot of things up in the air on college football, right? I mean, right now, I mean, the SEC potentially, you know, they're they're having discussions on maybe moving to a conference-only, uh, you know, schedule. The Big Ten's already done it, Pac-12's already done it. But I do know one thing for sure: that the chances of us getting high school football are are, are, are obviously right now greater, in, in my opinion, than in college for football sure. at this moment. So, sure. what what can uh, what can people you know what what people what, what people expect? From a Rudy Griffin-led Bessemer City program in 2020,
1: we're, we're going to be, you know, we're going to play a brand of football that's going to be, you know, that's going to be recognizable, man, to the college coaches. And uh, we're going we're going to be very, very, very disciplined. And uh, you know, we're going to do things the right way, but we're going but we're going to play, you know, we're going to play we're going to play a football that when you cut that thing on it, you know that we're, you know, we're flying around to the football and and. Uh, you know, and and, and try and trying to make some big plays.
0: Awesome. Well, uh well I know that uh you know we have some listeners obviously in that area as well. So um, you know, Friday nights, hopefully um, you know, we can all get over to Vestor City and, and man, check out on, the Come on, man. Program. Come yeah, come on, man.
1: You listen you always welcome. Come on, man. Come on and check us out.
0: It'll be good. And I you know we always appreciate the time, um Rudy. You know, it's the most valuable thing you can give us and we do appreciate it and uh, really you know just it's it's great to you know sit back and reflect on your story man just you know cuz think about it man you know had you never left citadel you might not be in a position that you are now so um, i right. mean it, it it's it's Correct. encouraging you know just the story of faith and just determination for sure
1: yeah and that's, and that's something i I've tell you know i try to you know some of the young guys and young players that i've coached and even just anybody really man if you you know if you have a dream you have you have a desire to do something, man. You know, don't let nobody tell you tell you that you can't do it. And uh, because he no, no matter no matter how big it looks, man, or how you know how you know how insurmountable that you think it's gonna take, man, just go, you know, go do it, man. Because you only, you only got that one shot, and then once it's over, once you miss that opportunity, then it's you know you can't you can't ever get back that time, like you say.
0: Yeah, you, you're you're exactly right. And well, um, and Rudy, thanks again, man. And, and look forward to football season. Um, this has been the All Things Them podcast, powered by bamacenter.com. For, for Rudy Griffin, for Tyler Martin, um, make sure.